0: Ray is here on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Good morning to you this morning on the morning program this morning. It's a beautiful morning at the morning time. And fortunately a Monday, meaning we got the whole week in front of us. Isn't that great? Um, I'm I'm thrilled. It is uh, awesome to be alive. Yeah, thankfully the weekend is over. Oh man, I thought it would never end. Mm-hmm. You? I, right. Never. I'm with you. That'd never end. I mean in fact I just camped out here yeah. last
2: night. And I just, did you? I couldn't I couldn't wait for the week to start. So right. I just right. I got here early like it was some sort of doorbuster right. sale going on. And I
1: was so excited. I couldn't sleep last night just came in at <laughs> like midnight. <laughs> Seriously, when did you get here? Four. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. Uh triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh also watched the loudest voice last night. Uh, wow, they got pretty deep into Glenn's stuff. Uh, they mentioned him or had the guy playing him on multiple times and uh, talked about him quite a bit. Uh, it, it' Fascinating to hear it because, I mean, during this particular time, I was probably with him 16 to 18 hours a day every day. So... I saw a lot of what was really happening and the way it's portrayed is just, uh, it's ludicrous. Um, of course. And, and the Fox and friends segment that they used involved the, uh, he, he the deep seated hatred for white people thing. And then he, he asked a question. I, I don't know what's going on or something, something to that effect, but they didn't present it that way on uh, the loudest voice last night. Yeah. Um, and and they they make it appear as though um, he thought he was going to get fired. That that didn't happen. He when, when he talked to Roger about it afterwards, he they make he the first thing he says to, "Well, are you going to fire me?" <laughs> he didn't. That <laughs> did not happen. That did not happen. <laughs> uh, he knew they were not going to fire him over that. It was nonsense. And then they make it look like acorn, the whole acorn thing, do you remember? That yeah. came in from James uh O'Keefe. O'Keefe. That was not that was not a fox story. And they spin it as if it was Fox's story, Fox made it up and Glenn ran with it. Well, no. That was a James O'Keefe undercover effort. And uh and I don't think it happened like right after either, but I don't. The whole thing is just Spun really ugly for both Glenn and uh, especially for Roger Ailes. Wow, he looks bad in this. Jeez. Yeah. And uh,
2: what is this airing on again?
1: Uh, showtime. Showtime. Mm-hmm. So I will never see it. Uh, it's a bummer because it's sounds interesting. sounds intriguing. It is sure. intriguing. <clears throat> it is intriguing. Um, and you know, there's no context as to why Glenn was wondering whether or not barack obama was a racist and you know the context was all of this stuff she is a uh typical white person his grandmother right who uh, you know know, if if she she sees somebody on the street she gets scared she doesn't know she she's white so she gets scared if she sees a black person
3: i see black people and i get scared
1: and like we talked about last week, you need, you know, some air supply or some Barry or some white people music to kind of calm your nerves, settle you down, mm-hmm. you know. It probably also serves as like black people repellent, right? Right, right. If you're, if oh, you're yeah. playing that. That's for sure. You right. know, homie, you want to be near that? Right. You know, there's a reaction that's been bred into. A <laughs> reaction bred uh, into us. Our experiences. Yeah. A reaction to black people bred into us. Then there was the white people in rural areas Cling to their gods and guns. It's not surprising then that they mm-hmm. get better
4: and they cling to guns or
1: guns religion. Or, 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 religion. Uh-huh. Uh, or, typically people
4: who aren't white
1: like men. Right. Yeah. They're all racist. anti Yeah. Or, yeah. Or, you know, or, anti-trade sentiment. Anti-trade sentiment. Who's anti-trade? I don't. I've never heard of a person who's anti-trade. That
2: I mean, that is a hallmark of a racist. <laughs> like if you're anti-trade, <laughs> yeah,
1: then you're you might as well be lining up for the KKK rally, uh, right? Mm-hmm. And the other thing that had happened right before uh, Glenn made that appearance was uh, this. I don't know all the facts, mm-hmm. but, but that the, the Cambridge police uh, acted stupidly. Because they were white and the guy who knocked on the door or whatever the case was I can't remember all the details of this now because it was 10 years ago but he was black and mm-hmm. the police were white and so naturally they acted stupidly. And
2: he was trying to break into his home uh huh, and they were trying to ascertain who lived there. Right. And so I guess by they acted stupidly. asking questions of someone trying to get into a home without keys means you're acting stupidly.
1: I mean, so we had plenty, and then you know we we'd been talking about the long history he had with Jeremiah Wright, who's an absolute racist, and he was in that church listening to all those sermons, all that anti-white reg- rhetoric, all all the racist stuff that he that he heard, and never walked out of it. Wow. So yeah, he thought there was something, <laughs> and not only that. All right, but the uh colonialism stuff figured in because the soon, as soon as Obama got into the Oval Office he sent back the bust of Winston Churchill so there was that too I mean there were so many things there were so many red flags uh, that led him to wonder you know if he didn't have something against the white culture but wow they don't they don't give you any context in that they just make it look as bad as possible and the guy playing him is terrible. Really? Yes.
2: Who's do we know? I don't know his Some name. Uh
1: huh. I did I hear that he was on Saturday Night Live? Maybe something. Huh. I don't know. I can't remember. But I I don't, I don't recognize him, and he doesn't look anything like Glenn. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. Huh. But uh, Roger, as bad as they make Glenn look,
0: whoo,
1: <laughs> Roger Ailes looks. A million times worse. And they really make him look like a, a racist. A terrible racist who doesn't believe really any of the things. He just hates for no, no apparent reason. <laughs> he just hates. And I, again, I only met him a couple of times. But I honestly don't believe that was who he was. The guy was a genius. And he was an establishment Republican. And he played a better game than they make it look uh, on this show. Because, in fact, Roger had this talk with Glenn. Sometimes we've got to give them a pound of flesh. They'll give us a pound of flesh. That's how, that's how we acted behind the scenes. Not the way he did last night uh, on the show. It's, uh, it's crazy. But I guess that's what you would expect. And then they showed uh, a clip of Obama whining about, there's one network who's uh, dedicated to attacking me uh, 24 hours a day. Um. Yeah, CNN, anyone Uh, with Donald Trump? Yeah, and that's the thing. There was one network who would say anything negative about him, and that was too much for him. MSNBC was all over him, slobbering on him every day, saying nothing but wonderful things. Newsweek called him practically God. You had CNN, who was falling all over him, ABC, NBC, CBS. Uh, So, yeah, he's right. There was one network who would challenge him at all. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Now speaking of that network, CNN, um, going after Trump. Wow, do they do they hate this guy now? I mean, <laughs> they, you know they they make it look like Fox had this uh, irrational hatred towards uh, Obama, and that calling him a Marxist or a socialist or whatever was completely. Out of the realm of decency or or reason. Um, when in fact, it's, pr- it's pretty easy to show his Marxist tendencies. Uh, he even talks about them. So, I mean, it, it, open up your eyes and ears. But they, they don't. Anyway, CNN's Brian Stelter this week exposed Trump's pattern of racism. Um, he showed President Trump for what he is. And went over all the times when he did those terrible racist... Remember all the racist racist mm-hmm. things he said? And he's going to lay them out for us. Yeah, he, he fortunately he does. Okay. I've I've mentioned a few times, well, wait. Why don't you give me the examples of all the racist things that he said in the past? Oh, good. And fortunately, Brian does here.
5: Finish his homework assignment. Yeah. This pattern can be traced back to 1989, <laughs> when Trump wanted the Central Park Five executed.
1: Okay, those were five black people. He wanted them executed uh because he thought they were guilty of the crime i don't remember even what crime it was they were uh accused of why don't you look up central mm-hmm. park five okay um but just because trump favored the death penalty for those guys that <laughs> doesn't mean he wouldn't have if they were white what does that have to do with anything it was a what they do assault and rape assault and rape, and then they were found, they were exonerated, right? Okay,
2: uh, I think
1: they were, yeah, all five of them. Uh, three of the
2: victims were, hold on a second, three of the victims were black or Hispanic? So wait a minute, Trump was...
1: Huh, how about that? So three of the...
2: But there was a white woman too, so that means... Oh, man.
1: Okay, anyway. so the victims were of mixed races. <laughs> and he was for the death penalty in that case. Well, if they were guilty of it, why not? Jeez. That's really something. Now, was is Al Sharpton a racist because he wanted the Duke Lacrosse team persecuted to the full extent of the law? Yeah, but these guys were found guilty. Oh, they were found guilty? Yeah.
2: Five youths were tried and I two. I thought they tried. were later exonerated, no? We're talking about the Central Park jogger case in nineteen eighty nine? Yeah, April nineteenth, nineteen eighty nine. Yeah. Uh, verdict guilty. Sentences range from five to ten for four juveniles and five to fifteen years for the one classified as an adult. That is unbelievable.
1: Of... How is that racism?
2: Yeah, I don't see where they were ever. Hold on. Wow. Oh, hey, oh, I'm sorry. Here we go. They it, were it, later examiners. In 2002, okay. another man was identified as the rapist. Yeah. Um, And DNA. so the state withdrew all the charges. It doesn't say if it was DNA, but I assume it was. But, oh okay. my gosh, he got it wrong. Yeah, well, well, apparently,
1: so did the court system, Brian. Yeah, right. And so did Al Sharpton with the Duke lacrosse team. Exactly. And uh, Lawana. Uh, Bra- Tawana Brawley. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and others. I mean, <laughs> that list goes on and on. But there's a lot more he has here. So.
5: The five black and Hispanic teenagers were later exonerated. Um, now, for decades, Trump promoted the lie that President Obama was not born in the United States.
1: What, the, what does that have to do with racism at all? What color are people who aren't American citizens? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> what is that? What color are, are... Do we just hate everybody who's not a citizen? I mean, that was all started by Hillary Clinton and her campaign. And
2: the left constantly went after John McCain isn't eligible either because he was born in Panama. Thank you. Or Ted Cruz isn't eligible because he was born in Canada. Were those based on race as
1: well? (sighs) Okay. What race? What color was uh, John McCain? He was... I can't. I don't know. It was so long ago. uh, Yeah, well, and he's gone now, so we'll never know. There's no way to tell now. (laughs) Shoot. Darn it. We should have checked on that earlier. Shoot. No show prep. (laughs)
2: John McCain. If anybody knows, tweet at Keith Malinak or at Pat Unleashed. If you know what race John McCain was, yeah, I think he was a senator at some point. Might have run for president. I don't know. We
1: don't know. (laughs) How ridiculous is that? That just because you believed in the birther thing, uh, that you're a racist. That doesn't have one. Doesn't have anything to do with the other.
5: A lie that many right wing (laughs) voters still say they believe.
1: Oh, you know what? Uh, A lie that many left-wing voters still say they believe is that George W. Bush was responsible for bringing down the Twin Towers. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that for a minute. How about that lie? How about the lie that so many people don't think we went to the moon? Yeah,
5: shut up. As recently as November 2017, advisors told the New York Mm -hmm. Times that Trump still questions the authenticity of Obama's birth certificate.
1: So? (laughs) I mean, yes, I I hate that thing because... It was barking up the wrong tree, and it didn't help. In fact, it hurt, and they're still using it now to discredit people. So, you know, there were so many things you could really sink your teeth into that were absolutely provable with Obama. We didn't need to go down that road.
5: Look, those portions of the president's track record on race are very well known.
1: <laughs> the, neither one, none of what you mentioned had anything to do with race. Uh,
5: His line about Mexican rapists from his campaign launch event.
1: Okay, he put that poorly. He said that they were good people and there were a lot of racists too. There are racists and criminals. and There are rapists and criminals coming across the border.
5: His call for a total and complete shutdown of Muslims entering the U.S.
1: Again, that's about terrorism. It's not about race. That's about the people who are actually telling us on a daily basis that they're going to come for us. They're telling us every day. The people who are promoting jihad still want to kill us. That doesn't have anything to do with race.
5: His smear of a, quote, Mexican federal judge who was born in Indiana. Oh, His asshole country's insult.
1: Uh, okay. If a country is completely in chaos, does it matter what color the people perpetrating the chaos are? Doesn't no. matter. So What? I mean, if it was Sweden falling apart or Finland falling apart, he would have called those hole countries too.
2: Right? And, and we've said on this program, we don't want people coming from those Nordic states bringing this idea of utopia to us. Right. We don't care what color you are. Keep those crazy ideas elsewhere. It's what we say about Texas with California. Don't move here and change us.
1: Yes. Just because you call the country a crap hole doesn't mean uh, that you don't like black people.
2: How many times do we make fun of Britain
1: and their terrible laws?
5: Terrible laws over there.
1: Plus the dental work, or lack lack thereof.
5: And, of course, the shameful (laughs) event now just known shorthand as Charlottesville, which is the tarnishing, the name of a great city.
1: Okay. The Charlottesville thing. What did he say? There were good people on both sides. There were bad people on both sides. He was talking about the Antifa people, the douchebags who were there with Antifa. And there were people besides the neo-Nazis that happened to be there as well. I I don't think he was praising the neo-Nazis. They know better than this. All of this stuff is specious nonsense. All of it. In the wake
5: of his go-back attack, I did see some networks and news outlets bringing back some of this, trying to connect the dots. The New York Times headline this morning. Trump employs an old tactic, (laughs) using race for gain. We are seeing some people telling that big story. But what about his false claim about large-scale killing of white farmers in South Africa.
1: <laughs> okay, Oof. that was being reported by multiple sources, and he believed it. That makes him a racist? No, it does not. But they're trying to tie that into, into uh, white supremacists because apparently white supremacists were some of those who were pushing that story the hardest. Once we realize that, And checked into the background. And I'm sure the same thing for him. Everybody dropped it. There had been killings of whites. But was it widespread? I don't know. Was it genocide? No. But it certainly could spiral into that.
5: That's not true, but it lined up with white supremacist talking points. Okay. What about his first pardon as president? Trump chose Joe Arpaio, the sheriff whose (laughs) anti-immigrant tactics were Hmm? so aggressive Uh that he was frequently accused of racism before being voted out of office.
1: Okay, so he because he pardoned a racist in your mind, that makes him a racist? Uh, Plus, Joe Arpaio. I'm not a huge fan, Um, but... He was anti-illegals, not anti-immigrant. The spin on this, is just, this is just mm-hmm. ugly yellow journalism smear tactics. What about
5: Trump's own language describing immigrants? What about that time he reportedly grumbled that the migrants from Haiti all have AIDS? What about those times he I said athletes who that. took a knee maybe shouldn't be in this country?
1: <laughs> Again, that didn't have anything to do with the color of their skin. No, and there were white if, guys as well. There were white guys involved hmm <sighs> wow yep. one thing after another that's just really piss poor stuff
2: no and and of course this coming from the network that we've we've documented over time mm-hmm. doesn't have non-whites in their leadership okay i mean i'm just looking at cnn.com's leadership white 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 middle eastern-ish white white white
1: Okay, so you got uh, 12, 14. So, what so you does it got say? 13 out of 14 that are Lily White Casper people. What does that say about you, CNN? Huh? And, yeah, and Brian Stelter himself, who is, I don't know, white. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so. again, this
2: doesn't, this doesn't make them racist, but if this is what they're going to use as the evidence that Trump is racist, then yeah. I guess we can
1: say the same thing for them. Then we got to go back at them and say, hey, why don't you do something about the leadership at your stupid network?
2: And they were called out for this. Crazy. Back yeah, by the are. NAACP a couple of years ago. And they've done nothing about it since. There's
1: those lovely people right Look now. Look
2: at that. Whitey McWhite faces all over the place at CNN. Uh, I hate him. I hate him too. <laughs> I hate. Except for the one the, guy who nope. might not be white. Yeah, the, the Middle Eastern guy we love. Okay. okay?
1: Yeah, he's great.
2: But the 13 others. Whew,
1: just terrible hatred. People. Evil. Evil, Evil people. people.
2: I think it's fair to call it white hot
1: hatred. Yeah. It is. It's safe. Okay. You're in a safe space here. Thank Keep you. Uh, all thirty three ninety three. We got this note from James in Las Vegas, and I think it really sums up why you should get the iTarget Pro system. He says, I work from home and rarely bring out my guns because my kids are really little. Uh, they were out of town visiting the grandparents last week, and I had just purchased a new handgun, the h and P30. So I pulled out my iTarget Pro, And it was a reminder of how valuable this system really is. Not only was it a blast to practice with, it's really useful because my new handgun is a double action and the trigger pull is different than my striker fire handguns. Gave me the opportunity to get familiar with my new gun. And before long, I pulled out my AR-15 and my M&P shield and was practicing with all of them. Thank you for introducing me to iTarget. Well, you are welcome because uh, it is a great system and really fun. iTarget Pro is completely safe, comes with your caliber-specific laser. That's what detects where your shots land on, on the target. And it saves you all kinds of money in ammo and range fees. And right now, you can save even more by getting 10% off, plus free shipping with the offer code PAT. It's the letter I, then TargetPro.com, offer code PAT.
6: Pat Gray.
1: Uh, meanwhile, if you want to you know, level some criticism <clears throat> at the president, I think it's kind of legitimate to say that he has not yet fulfilled his promise of building the wall. And I really wish he would. I really want that to happen. According to AP, and it's backed up by Border Patrol, so I tend to believe it but they're reporting and again uh, US Customs and Border Protection is is saying that's true Trump admi- administration has still not built a single mile of new wall or fencing
2: hmm.
1: along the US border with Mexico huh not 1 mile oh no all of the wall or fence they've built is just to replace and repair new fe- or the old fencing i that's frustrating isn't it that's frustrating because that was his big thing and I just deliver for us on this please we've been waiting for this wall to try to stop the crisis at the border for I don't know how long and will it fix everything no but it will certainly help every time they're built they do help. I mean, look what happened in Israel. They were getting attacked all the time in restaurants, in their synagogues, on school buses. They built a fence between them and the Palestinian areas. And it went down 95%. Attacks went down 95%. We, you almost never hear about it anymore. You hear about the rocket attacks. But you don't hear about suicide bombings in Jerusalem or Tel Aviv anymore. Knock on wood. I mean, it is really rare. So, build the wall. I don't know how they're saying they're going to get 400 miles built by the end of the year. Certainly not in New Wall. There's, there's no way. It looks like they have funding for. I think it's 200. Yeah, I was going to say
2: 205 miles of new and replacement barrier has been funded. Yeah, in the past two and a half years since Trump took office. But, (laughs) like you said, so far, just the only stuff that's been. Built or replacement fence.
1: At the old stuff, yeah. Mm -hmm. About 700 miles of the 2,000-mile border has some kind of barrier as a result of the Secure Fence Act, which was passed by Congress in 2006. First major piece of legislation that funded the construction barriers along the southern border. About 400 miles is steel fencing, comparable to the planned new wall, only shorter. The other 300 miles is uh, Normandy-style or steel beams fastened together to prevent traffic you know vehicles from getting through but the four foot tall fence (laughs) yeah there's also four foot tall fencing and that does nothing four feet four feet you can't get over a four-foot wall i mean that's impenetrable yeah that's pretty
2: can (laughs) birds get over that
1: no and that's part of the problem for the liberals is that yeah. they, they hate it when yeah. the birds keep hitting the fence. The four-foot fence blocking the birds. Four birds come up to it, and they're like, jeez, that's, that that's got to be four feet high. How do we do this? I'm not flying over that. I uh-uh. guess we're in Mexico, kids. I guess we're stuck. Yeah, then they give up, and they can't get back to their home areas. And there's not
2: many trees to nest in along the border either. They're just kind of
1: yeah, in no man's they're land. They're just stuck there, yeah. That's too bad. Mm, man, I is. feel bad for the birds. I know. Me too. Mm. <laughs> four feet, man. That's so high you could see it from space. <laughs> is that the wow, is that the four foot fencing down there? Neil? Yeah, it is, Buzz. <laughs> Look at that. Oh.
2: Buzz Aldrin. He got he got into some uh, trouble yeah. over the weekend.
1: I hope we get to that later. Yeah, we're going to. <laughs> yep. Ooh. All right. Uh triple eight nine hundred, thirty-three ninety-three. Also, one of the busiest ports of entry on the, on the southern border had to be temporarily closed Friday after a large group of illegals stormed the border and confronted border patrol agents. Nah, it's, they're just good, decent, wonderful, hardworking people, family people. Leave them alone. They can storm border patrol agents if they want. Okay? They've taken the time yeah. to sneak into our country illegally. The, the least we can do is respect them. And make it a wonderful experience for them. About 50 of them attempted to illegally enter Friday morning, storming the border in waves, according to uh, Border Patrol. As a result, they just closed it. About 4 a.m., a group of undocumented, let's call it what it is, illegal aliens Hmm. attempted to illegally enter the United States in three waves. Via the far international bridge, ignoring commands to stop, the group suddenly rushed the temporary barricades, bent metal poles, and disabled the concertina wire affixed to the barrier. Sounds like they're coming here to work. Doesn't it, though? Starting a new life. <laughs> with their families. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With and their families.
2: Probably carrying some birds with them that couldn't otherwise fly over that,
1: the tall that's wall. That's the beauty of these people. They even care about the wildlife. Yeah. Several male migrants reportedly assaulted the officers and even attempted to grab their protective devices. Immigration authorities deployed tear gas, pepper balls to stop them. In all, authorities apprehended 16 of them, two of which were charged with interference. Uh, Mexican authorities apprehended the rest of them. Oh, good. Yeah, how about that? Step up. So several officers, several... Border patrol officers were hurt in the attack, but they're expected to to recover. So we can't, you know, they'll they'll probably get in trouble for defending themselves.
2: I mean, seriously.
1: You know, why didn't you just let them beat you to death with a rock? Why? (laughs) Like, I kind (laughs) of wanted to get home to my family. I don't know. Mm. You know, they have families, don't you? (laughs) You know what? You yeah, wouldn't but, be
2: here in yeah, this detention yeah. facility, uh, b- Mr. Border Patrol agent, if you had just let them beat you to death with a rock. Right? You wouldn't be here. You wouldn't have to deal with this
1: Inconsiderate stuff. Inconsiderate bastards. <laughs> All right. Let me tell you about Mercury Real Estate. It's real A 1,000 active agents strong, with another 5,000 who are on a waiting list to get into the network. What's great about them is they'll return your phone calls. Uh, they've got really good marketing plans. They have great track records and they are all fans of the show. So they generally share your principles and values. So uh, selling or buying a home can be much, much easier for you. Uh, If you go to com. they'll help you price your home because they know all the comps in the area. They understand the market. They understand what the market can bear price-wise. And you want your home to sell for the most money, but you also want it to sell fast. So go to realestateagentsitrust.com. We'll introduce you to the best agent in your area. realestateagentsitrust.com.
5: It's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blades.
1: We get traffic and weather together. Every four minutes on the threes, all morning long, get you there quickly, safely, in one piece. Huh. Tell you all the trouble spots. Four minutes in your local area.
2: On the three, I got to get better <laughs> at math. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, I know you do. It's my problem. Uh Let's see. At Pat Unleashed, we got this from the Steve Forty Two. So build the wall is like yo-yo dieting, lose a few, gain a few. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Uh, Derek Thomas, is it just me or does Brian Stelter sound like a woman version of Rachel Maddow? You know, I'm not sure how Brian identifies. Uh, I don't know that he's ever addressed that on, uh-huh. on the air. Kate Payne, I've found that a lot of people these days are trying so hard to not be racist that it comes across as super racist. Hmm. And from Alexandria Go, I heard that Trump walked past, walked past an African-American on the street. Whoa. Wow! Just walk right past him. Yeah, what a hateful white supremacist racist!
2: Wow. Good
1: point. Just walk right past him. Right past him. Wow. Okay. Crazy. <laughs>
2: no. Speaking
1: as we were about uh, illegal immigration, this is a uh, this takes it to uh, another step, and the unfortunate step that happens all too often. Police said Wednesday that. Marvin Esquivel Lopez is charged with three counts of first degree murder. He's accused of shooting 29 year old Roosevelt Flores Rodriguez and her 11 year old daughter and her five year old son. Mm. Jeez. The three bodies were found around 11 p.m. last Tuesday by officers called to the single family residence. Police say uh, that this guy lived at the same address. He's from Guatemala. Living in Iowa illegally. And what you'll hear is, well, it could have eas- just as easily happened from an American citizen. Yeah, it didn't. Mm. It didn't. So, if we were to take illegal immigration seriously, here is one of the felons that Trump has talked about. Here's one of the douchebags that shouldn't be here. Taking American lives. Mm. That's really tragic. Wow. And
2: very avoidable. If we just enforce the
1: border. And our immigration laws. Plus, in North Carolina in the past 18 months, more than 331 illegal aliens have been charged with 1,172 child rapes and child sexual assault. According to data that was collected by an independent researcher, James Johnson is the man. He tracked the data on his website, ncfire.info. So it's North Carolinians for immigration reform and enforcement. He says he's only able to gather data from 30 of the state's 100 100 counties, which means it's likely that the count is significantly higher than he's even saying here. So
2: that's not even the full story
1: there. Right.
2: That's bad enough on its own, and he doesn't even have access to the full data. Jeez.
1: (laughs) Uh, So he's tracked rapes and sexual assaults on children by illegals since 2013, using original police reports, calling arresting agencies to verify uh, their status. His data doesn't cover every month, but for the 54 months he has recorded, an average of 34 illegals per month were charged with 151 counts of rape or sexual assault of a child in North Carolina.
2: And there's the uh, (sighs) collage on the screen there of the... uh Again, none of these people on the screen are here legally. And like this guy in Iowa had already been deported twice.
1: But
2: whatever. So, <sighs> so avoidable.
1: Further, a study shows that only 12% of child rapes are reported. So that means, you know, could be even higher than, than that. And
2: again, this is That's one state. One state.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. One, and it's North Carolina where the problem isn't as bad as it is in Texas, in California, in Arizona, New Mexico. And yet, if you want to do anything about it, if you're upset about it, if uh, you want a wall built, you're hateful, you're a xenophobe, you're a racist. Blah, 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 blah.
2: The safety and security of the American citizen uh, is not even on the radar screen of they Democrats. don't care. When Democrats talk about... Immigration reform.
1: Nope. They don't care. We at all. are the
2: lowest concern on their totem pole. It didn't. The interesting thing about
1: it is it didn't used to be that way. And I mean, I'm not talking about the 1800s here. Let's go back and see what Nancy Pelosi said in 2008 about illegal immigration.
0: We've got a couple of different issues. We we're talking about do we have a commitment to secure the border? Yes. Uh, what are the options that we have available to us? Let's make sure they work. Because we do. You know, while we need to address the issue of immigration and the, and the challenge we have of, uh, of undocumented people in our country, we certainly don't want any more coming in.
1: <laughs> what a hater! Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. What a xenophobe! <laughs> <Won't>.
2: We <clears throat> certainly don't want any more coming, coming in. in. <clears throat> wow, Nancy. <clears throat> you might want to resign. You might want to consider
1: handing the gavel to AOC at this point. Mm. Wow, where's her SS uniform? <laughs> <laughs> Must be in the dry cleaning, huh? <laughs> yep. Yeah,
2: <laughs> she gotta wash all the uh, blood stains of the uh, uh, blood of immigrants that are on her hands. Yeah, since she doesn't want any more of them coming in.
1: That's crazy. That was 11 years ago. So what happened in the meantime? Why is she perfectly fine with them flooding across the border now? When she wasn't, neither was Schumer, neither was Biden, neither were any of these people. Just really something. Mm -hmm. Tells you where the uh, Democrat Party has gone. Uh, Straight down the tube. Of course, it was (laughs) not great to begin with. (laughs) I mean, so
2: let's not fool ourselves.
1: Speaking of these uh, Democrats and how creepy and ridiculous they are, what is this deal with Biden describing his granddaughter?
2: Okay, so a few weeks ago, uh, Mm -hmm. he had he was on stage at some event with his granddaughter, and he was just talking about you know how kids grow up so fast, and he just uh, had a little analogy that he uh, that he set up for us. Okay, hear that? Yeah, let's
1: see what he had to say.
6: They're incredible. How many, you, how many of you men and women have a granddaughter out there? And how many of you had a daughter as well? Well, here's the deal. Daughters always are wonderful. Matter of fact, we already have an expression. A son's a son when <clears throat> he gets a wife, a daughter's a daughter the rest of her life. But here's the deal. When your daughter is about 12 and a half years old, you put this little butterfly in bed and you kiss her goodnight. Next morning you walk in, there's a snake in the bed. <laughs> Daddy, what? drop me at the corner. Daddy, don't mess a lot of my games. Daddy, Daddy. When they all come back between 19 and 21, my granddaughter, congresswoman, is, comes in and says, you're not hydrating enough. i got to take care of you, Dad. She's a social worker with a master's degree. But here's the deal. What's the deal? Here's, here's the deal. deal again. It's another Granddaughters deal. Granddaughters not only always love you, but they always like you. <laughs> always like you. And by the way, uh-huh. she's in college. We're walking down to campus. She goes, Can we hold hands, Pop? Can you daughters imagine saying that to your dad? Uh, I love you, kid. Whoa. And okay. by the way, right. she's a.
1: Okay. Right. That was like a side kiss. As right? a side kiss, yes. Yeah, so, oh, All right.
2: But kind of, he's kind of uh, laying the groundwork for mm-hmm. what happened over the weekend.
1: What happened over the weekend?
2: <laughs> he had a granddaughter again. There we go. Nope. Oh. Nope. Oh, no. boy. No. no, kissed her right on nope. the lips. Nope. No. no. Don't kiss the lips of your children. (laughs) I don't like that either. No circumstances. Uh
1: -uh. Nope. No, I know a lot of people do. And, you know, so.
2: A lot of people. Can you think of anybody besides Joe Biden? I can't think of anybody else in the world. Yeah, that we'll hear from
1: some who think it's perfectly fine to kiss them on the lips. Anybody? I I just don't, I don't like, I don't do that. Nope. Some will, you know, like Tom Brady kisses boys on the lips. Oh, you
2: could think of someone else, apparently.
1: Yeah, Uh Tom Brady Uh kissed his uh, son right on the lips.
2: Hey, this?
0: Well,
2: well. Oh, here it is. <clears throat> I was
4: wondering if I could check my fantasy
2: team. okay.
1: who do I get? <laughs> Aww. That's cute, right? You know, Jack, everything yeah, comes across the list I was list like
2: that. Oh, just a little peck? Your fantasy quarterback check. Cam
1: Newton. Cam Newton. Cam mm, Newton. Not He's his having dad. having a good game. Good Cam Newton's having good a good game. Wow, I... That's disturbing.
2: That poor kid had to wipe his mouth when he left and everything. Now, look, I do want to give credit to, to Tom Brady for raising his kids to ask permission to check right. his fantasy team on the internet, right? Yeah, that's cool. All right, so that, that's that's where the cool ends, though. Then it's like... Yeah, then it's inky. Come over here and kiss. Now, I love how the masseuse is like, who's your fantasy quarterback? You know? Yeah, it's Cam Newton. It's not this guy. It's not
1: my dad. But uh, that's just... Uh, it's a little creepy to me, but mm-hmm. again... I think Glenn disagrees with that. Really? Yeah, we heard from, when this actually happened. Do you remember? A lot of people said, hey, there's nothing wrong with that.
0: Okay.
2: Okay. Well, I
1: to tell. each his own. Yeah, that's right.
2: Mm-hmm. No. Right. No.
1: I <laughs> Don't enjoy no. it. So, all right. We'll come back into this and many more things. <clears throat> We've not even scratched the surface yet this morning. Um, but let me tell you about Patriot Mobile. Uh, you've been hearing about this for a while now. We've talked about Patriot Mobile for years. And you probably think, yeah, it'd be good. And then you don't do it. Uh, You keep going with Verizon and AT&T, maybe thinking it's too much of a hassle. um, It'll cost you more. None of those things are true. And Patriot Mobile has plans starting as low as $25 a month. You get the same crystal clear nationwide service. But... With Patriot Mobile, some of your bill goes to causes you believe in, not to Planned Parenthood, not to the ACLU, not to the Tides Foundation. Switching is really easy. Just go to PatriotMobile.com, select your plan, and get a free month of service when you use the offer code Come On Over. You have a choice now. You can make the switch today and make a stand at the same time. It's PatriotMobile.com. Promo code. Come on over. Bad mm. Grey Unleashed. Aside from the kissing on the lips thing, Biden also described his you know the thing he said about his granddaughter when she's twelve and she's like a little butterfly, right? And then, uh, and then you wake up in the morning and there's a snake in the bed. He's talking about her being a snake the next morning. What? Is that, that's, that's just really nice. weird. That's not nice at all.
2: Yeah, okay, well that's
1: So she's a little butterfly when you kiss her goodnight, and then in the morning she's a snake. At 12 and a half. She didn't look very happy about that description either. No, by she the
2: way. needs to stop showing up at events with her I know. I think that's the bottom line. <laughs> that's yeah, that's so
1: weird.
0: Hmm.
1: Uh it? anyway, she's hanging with him. Yeah. So she must enjoy it, I hmm. guess. Hmm. I don't know why. <laughs> glutton for punishment. He's a weird cat. How's he doing in polling? Have you seen anything recently? Last I saw he was up like thirty to fifteen. And there were three or four tied at fifteen. Hmm. But he was still way ahead. Oh,
2: well, how's Beto doing, by the way?
1: Uh really not good. Kind of the opposite.
2: Oh, well, he's at one percent in I in Iowa. Yeah. Latest polling out of Iowa. Oof. Uh O'Rourke's at one percent. So here's here's Iowa's latest. Biden twenty four, Warren seventeen. Oh, it's got Sanders at 19, so he just passed her. So it's, Okay, it's, start... Th- Biden's so at what? They don't list these in order This here. is just for Iowa, though, right? Yeah, just Iowa. Not nationally. Biden, 24. 24. Sanders, 19. Warren, 17. Harris, 16. Okay. Uh, New Hampshire, you want that? Um, and all these just came out uh, yesterday. Oh. Neat. Uh, New Hampshire, Biden, 27. Sanders, 20. That's
1: interesting. He's being, mm-hmm. beating him in New Hampshire?
2: Yeah, weird.
1: That's... Right next door,
2: Vermont. Yeah, Warren 18, Harris 12. So, those are your main four in all of these polls South Carolina, Biden 39, Sanders 17. Wow, Warren Warren and Harris have 12. That's a wipeout. Yeah,
1: Hmm. well, now the Democrats are starting to use Barack Obama's legacy against him against Biden, against Biden. Oh, uh huh. Uh, he's starting to get criticism uh from from the field in these recent weeks the front runner has had that legacy that he's so proud of uh and they're using it against him they're pointing to the shortcomings of the administration as evidence that Biden isn't up to the task of leading the next administration
2: wow wow How quickly uh, they turn i know wow
1: um Barack Obama, personally, is incredibly popular among Democratic primary voters, according to a progressive consultant who also then said, uh, and also at the same time, there's a growing recognition that income and wealth inequality got worse under his eight years. (laughs) The climate crisis got worse under his eight years. Deportations went up during that time in office and so on. Wow. Fascinating. (laughs) They're starting to turn. I love it on the guy they once considered oh he's he's kind of above the nation he's kind of a he's kind of a god <laughs> The idea that the Obama legacy would be anything other than a massive positive for biden uh is kind of amazing now and again, it shows you how far left they've gone and how fast Obama left in twenty sixteen It's only twenty nineteen and already he's a piece of garbage, and so was his running mate, his vice president.
2: But that's okay because Biden doesn't <laughs> want Obama's endorsement anyway. Remember he said that I, yeah, I, I don't want it. I want to earn a uh, uh, uh,
1: shut It was up. so good of him because it, he just he knew it would be unfair for everybody else, and <laughs> he wanted to give him a sporting chance. so good for him. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie Sanders has used Obama's own words to challenge Biden's notion that uh, Obamacare simply needs to be built upon. Uh, Senator Kamala Harris challenged Biden over the Obama administration deportation policies. Cory Booker backed off support for Obama and his Iran nuclear deal. Uh, Does that mean you like what Trump did, Cory? (laughs) Governor Jay Inslee has attacked Biden for his naivete about dealing with Republicans. Because I guess, you know, you just have to be as nasty as possible. Wow. The subtle targeting of Biden has come up as Democratic activists and progressives have continued to grapple with the Obama uh, legacy. The Trump administration's family separation policy and inhumane conditions, supposedly, in the detention facilities... Uh, actually started with Obama, so they're trying to pin that on Biden now, too. Isn't that great? Good. Good. I love it when the liberals eat their own. And
2: it's becoming a regular thing. Sure is. It's not just an outlier. I'm really enjoying watching this. You know?
1: And I'm mean, barely even getting started now. Wait until a few of these people start dropping out, and then you can concentrate on the frontrunners.
2: I hate it that we lost Eric Swalwell. I mean, <laughs> do was, you hate it? Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, just that uh,
1: built in entertainment. Yeah. yeah, we lost him. Mm. We lost him.
2: Mm. But at least we still have him in the House since he lied about uh, stepping down when he ran for president.
1: Well, he meant. What do you mean? Uh, he meant that, you know, if. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you
0: check, check. We check
2: with our lawyers.
0: I yeah, forget. And how we said if it.
2: we were still in it in December.
1: December, yeah.
2: When right. it came time right. to file to run for Congress, then we wouldn't. Uh,
1: uh, uh, you know. uh,
2: yeah, you didn't quite make it to December now, did you, Eric?
1: No, he did not. December's
2: just, I mean, he almost did. I mean, it's what? A good one,
1: two, three, four,
2: five months away. Mm-hmm. So close.
1: Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. This is a relief. Uh, the Republic of Chad. Yeah. After, a, after having blocked social media for a year and three months. Well, it was a year, three months, and seventeen days to be exact. <laughs> okay. What? Uh, that's. I was pissed. I I had many trips to Chad, all planned out. But then I found out about the ban, and I thought, I'm not going. I can't
2: oh, no. Go. So they wouldn't can't let you do without. social media and no. Chad? No, they wouldn't. And that's why you didn't go?
1: Right, right. Okay. Because you know how beautiful Chad is, especially this time of year.
2: And I know how beautiful all your social media accounts are, too, uh-huh. whether it's Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, which was hopping this weekend. Thank you, Candace, yeah. for your help. Sending a camera crew out to Pat's place, at Pat Unleashed. Uh-huh uh do we have time for the uh the the quick uh you want to do the slideshow here of of what your house looks like when jackie goes out of town this is pat's bachelor pad first of all you can't get to his house in the middle of nowhere look see there's there's no no roads roads leading
1: to it no infrastructure that's what it looks like between my house and keys and look
2: look you broke the door i don't know did you forget your keys what happened there something uh you'd really trashed out the place like a rock band was there there's your living room (laughs) Poor. i mean jackie what is she coming home to and then uh, there's your kitchen. Yeah, I've got know. a
1: little tidying up to do. Just, right?
2: At least yeah. you left the cabinets closed. <laughs> but, uh, and then finally, uh, uh, you have a, a new friend there, a roommate, a raccoon moved in. It was so grotesque. So, Jackie, coming home to a disaster area, you can see that story uh, on Instagram, at Pat Unleashed.
1: Raccoons <laughs> need a place to live, too, you know. 888 thirty three ninety three. More Pat Unleashed coming up. <laughs>
3: Pat Gray unleashed. Great, Davey, with
1: us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Six more people were inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. This year's class includes Harold Baines, Edgar Martinez, Mike Mussina. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Um, Mariano Rivera, the only person to ever get, uh, into, into the baseball hall of fame on a unanimous vote. The only one Babe Ruth didn't, uh, Lou Gehrig didn't, it's uh, amazing. Lee Smith and, uh, and Roy Halladay, who just died, I think last year, right? crash in the Gulf of Mexico. Sad. Did Roy Halladay really have a hall of fame career? What did he win? 203.
2: You know what? I asked myself this yesterday, and I forgot to look it up because I was wondering if it was like Low 200s uh,
1: is what he <laughs> won, I think. Mm, yeah, you,
2: 203,
1: yeah, 203.
2: Yeah, 203 and 105.
1: Wow. ERA of 3.38. That's pretty good. Okay, well. I mean, but is it Hall of Fame good? I don't know. It's interesting. It's interesting, Ivan. Is there a number people can call? Yes. Yeah, when when can they when can they call that? It's right there any any they oh, want. Oh, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Uh, also, <laughs> NFL training camp starts. In fact, started already for some, mm-hmm. including the Falcons. Paul right, Leo
2: Jones showed up yesterday. Thank you very much, Mister Jones.
1: Even though we want a fat new contract, It's like
2: every other year, I'm sick of it, man. Just honor the contract and move well, on.
1: What happens is they sign these rookie deals, and and the rookie deals are limited, and you know they're only making. Uh, You know, two or three million dollars a year. No, Uh, you can't have that. No, in the case
2: of Julio, someone else gets paid more in the meantime.
1: Yeah, and it's time
2: to match. And you got to
1: redo it. You so because they come into the league and then they have stunning years, Mm -hmm. and then they think, well, and they're you know in some cases right, but I don't know. You signed your contract. You signed your name to this. Just sign one year deals, man. Right, Uh, right. I don't know if that's possible. Is there a rule that they got to sign a four year thing? I don't know. Anyway, everybody has to have it redone. I noticed the same thing's happening here in Dallas with Dak Prescott and and uh, uh, Zeke is uh, uh, flirting yeah. with
2: that idea. Zeke, and Elliott. Dak, is, I don't know. Yeah, think, yeah. but uh, Melvin Gordon is going to be obviously uh, this year's living on belt. Looks like for the Chargers, not showing up. Uh.
1: Yeah, <sighs> despite the fact that he's under contract with the team. So well, you know. But you can't you can't blame them when they're only making three million a year. How do they make it by? I mean, I don't know. Scrape by with that. I, uh, I think they they do a lot of GoFundMe pages. Yes. They turn to their churches for some help. That's the trick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So,
2: I mean, you don't want to see Melvin Gordon or any NFL star, you know,
1: in line for soup. You really don't. So let's uh, let's you get really on don't. that and and give him get him twenty five thirty million dollars. You know, something livable. Thing livable. Is that too much to ask? A livable wage? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of sports, I love this story on Dan LeBetard. This is one of my least favorite people on terrible. any television network uh during any time of world history. <laughs> His show is so bad. Uh what is it called? Um uh, uh, You know, he's got he's on one side. Some other guy is on the other, and Libertard's dad. Is in the middle. Isn't
2: it just the La- and, the Dan Lebatard show? And then, what do you mean? What is it called? No, I think it's called something. Really?
1: Yeah. Okay. I thought it was
2: just the I think it Dan Lebatard show. It's so bad. It is horrible. I can't It's horrible. Watch and it. and whenever I see it, it's because I'm a captive audience because I'm stuck. I'm actually held captive wherever it's playing. Like at at, at physical therapy. It'll be on the board, you know, and on the TV, and I'm just like, oh just, no.
1: At that point you put a bullet. In your Where's head? the remote? That's all. Turn the sound down. <laughs> if you have a gun you put a bullet in your head. Oh, yeah. Anyway, on his show, I guess last Thursday, he was blasting ESPN for banning political talk. Yeah, we hate your show as it is, Dan. The last (laughs) thing we want out of you is to hear your political point of view. So, uh, LeBetard said ESPN shouldn't have done this unless they're specifically covering an athlete who's spoken out. They can't talk about politics anymore. And I thought that was the greatest move ever made by one of these executives at ESPN because nobody wants that. Nobody. You know, and again, the first thing is this guy has quite possibly the worst show ever done in the history of this or any other planet. I hate that show. It's so weird and stupid. It's not funny. It's not informative. Not funny. I can't
2: understand what the guys are saying half the time with the accents. Stop.
1: B, if you want to spew your Trump hate... Dan, go get a gig at CNN or ESPN. I don't know if you know this. ESPN owns ABC. They'd love to have some Mm -hmm. new Trump basher, I'm sure. ESPN, though, is a sports network, and nobody wants to hear your ill-informed, ignorant, moronic thoughts about the president or anything else for that matter. Uh, But he went on. There is a racial division in this country that's being instigated by the president. And we here at ESPN haven't had the stomach for that fight.
2: Damn it! That's not what you do!
1: It's like (laughs) saying, uh, it's it's like saying Albertsons doesn't have the stomach to sell Chevrolets. Hmm. Yeah, that's, it's not what they do. That's not their business.
2: I think we need an ambush interview of the Albertsons CEO later today and ask him why. Why don't you sell Chevrolets? Mr. Albertson. Do you
1: hate America? I mean, what's your what problem? It what are you? Baseball, hot dogs, apple pie, and Chevrolet. I bet you hate America, don't you?
2: Either that or an automobile phobe hmm mm-hmm.
1: uh,
2: As long as we're kind of on sports, can I just make the point that another year has passed, and it may be time's up, I think, completely now. And Dale Murphy uh, getting into the Hall of Fame, Baseball Hall of Fame. I read an interesting article not long ago about how... He was eligible uh-huh. when, when folks like Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire were launching 70 plus home runs. And so it made his accomplishment look, look bad. Yeah. But he wasn't taking steroids in retrospect, whereas they right. were. Yeah. 398 home runs should get you in the Hall of Fame. 2,000 oh, hits. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, 400 is yeah. a magic number. Murphy retired at 398. Mm. Uh, 2,000 plus hits. Um, more than 1,200 RBIs. His batting average was 265, but you know, don't get hung up on that, <laughs> please. Anyway, just a good guy with great yeah. stats that were overshadowed during the steroid uh, phase of the late '90s when he was eligible for the Hall.
1: Mm-hmm. And um, another LDS athlete.
2: Yeah, and so the uh, the old timers' mm-hmm. crew needs to uh, vote him in. Thank you, Dale Murphy, Hall of Fame.
1: That's what it would have to be, I think, now. Because yeah. after, is it 14 years? Something. They go to the old-timers. Uh, yeah, I
2: think either creative. this was his last year. I think that he yeah. could have done it. So.
1: That's too bad because yeah. he, was, he was good. But, I mean, because of the two sixty five batting average, that mm-hmm. eh, makes him on the border there probably. But he did have a stellar I mean, that's a great career. 300 and almost 400. I would have stayed until I got that 400th hit. And Home of, run.
2: Yeah, well, see. Okay, yeah. Uh, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. The Atlanta Braves, when Del Murphy played for them, was, hor- they, were, they were a horrible team. Mm-hmm. Okay, He was the Braves. He was the only good player for long stretches. Mm-hmm. And for him to have these kind of numbers, when yeah, he was the impressive. only bat that pitchers had to worry about for the most part, <laughs> I mean, Bob Horner. Anyway, the point is, the man should be in the Hall of Fame. He's a good guy. Yeah, And um, make it happen.
1: Well, there's some douchebags that belong in the Hall of Fame, too, I think. Mm-hmm. I think Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame, but what do I know? Yeah, I, you know, I got. And you. they're starting. They're starting to uh, not be as critical about the steroid era now, and they've let a couple of those guys in. So if you're going to do that, you got to put Clemens and Bond in the Hall of Fame. Roger Clemens and Barry Bond have to be in the Hall of Fame, don't they? Mm-hmm. If you're going to discount numbers, steroid right? abuse. Yeah. Uh, all right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, you know, we have this big fat ban on uh, straws because, <laughs> well, as everyone knows, we're using five hundred million of them every day. Five hundred million every day, mm-hmm. Keith. Yeah, that's a tragedy. Five hundred. It's two million. It's too many. That's too many straws. <laughs> now, how do we know? <laughs> That there are 500 million a day going out there, because a nine-year-old boy told us he did his he did his research. It's what Glenn always says: do your own homework, and he did. <laughs> <laughs> and he came up with the figure that everybody has used ever since, and successfully got straws banned in many mu- municipalities.
2: Unbelievable.
1: Uh, so the president was asked about, about the uh, straw ban over the weekend. Are
5: Time you in going. favor of banning?
1: Plastic straws.
5: I do think
6: we have bigger problems than plastic straws. You know, <laughs> it's interesting you. about plastic straws. Yeah. So you have a little straw,
1: right? But
6: what about the plates, the wrappers, and everything else that are much bigger, <laughs> and they're made of the same material? So uh, the straws are interesting. Everybody focuses on the straws. There's yeah. a lot of other things to focus.
2: But it's an, interest,
6: it's an interesting question. <laughs> wait,
2: wait, wait a minute. Wait, I saw this earlier today, and uh-huh. I had a completely different take than I just had now. I was thinking when he said we got bigger problems. You're than thinking Iran, right? Yeah. You're now thinking, I'm thinking. He just laid the groundwork for banning plastic plates.
1: Yeah mm-hmm, potentially i mean they'll they'll get to that anyway, actually, the plates we use that aren't you know dinner plates are paper, but maybe that's just us. Do a lot of people use plastic plates I've got styrofoam plates, Ooh, you know, that's really with bad.
2: the separators and stuff, yeah, that's I mean really we're bad. talking fancy white trashware yeah. is what we're talking about <laughs> with the with the carve outs and stuff like the little mm-hmm. little bowls almost kind of carved in little separators,
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's trailer park China. Right? I, I'm stocking <laughs> up right now because I can your see good the writing on the wall.
2: Oh no! Mm.
1: So, so yeah, we've got bigger things to worry about. You got this like stroll. plastic plates <laughs> and the plastic they come in. You know the plastic bag they yeah. come in. Let's ban those too.
2: And the referee. you know, it's going to get to the point where <laughs> like everything we buy, food or utensils and stuff. They're just going to be sitting on a shelf somewhere. Yep. There's not going to be any kind of packaging whatsoever. They're just going to be loose. And you're going to have to figure out how to take it home. you are not going to be able to use a grocery bag either. You're just going to have to scoop it up and hold it in your shirt, all your groceries, just like Peggy did on King of the Hill once. Oh, my gosh. this is. I don't like the trajectory of this discussion.
1: Do you like the tra- trajectory of any discussion we've had in the last 10 years? <laughs> Probably not. Hang on. It's usually bad. There's
2: got to be one time that I like the trajectory of a discussion we've had. While
1: you think about that, I'll tell you about the Trump administration um, being able to expand the sale of short-term health insurance policies now that don't meet the standards of the Affordable Care Act or Obamacare. Oh. Oh. A federal judge just ruled that.
2: Is it promising? I yeah. like this trajectory so far. Uh,
1: U.S. District Judge Richard Leon in Washington rejected Challenger's claims that policy sold under a government regulation, unlawfully undermined the ACA, uh, passed by Congress in 2010 to make comprehensive coverage more widely available, no matter what pre-existing condition you had. Um, So, the ruling allows insurers now to offer the cheaper plans to healthy people. Now, wasn't that part of the problem in the beginning that... If you like those plans, you could keep them, and then they said, no, you can't keep that because we don't like your plan, so you can't have it. Now it seems like they're going back to, okay, you can keep that cheaper plan if you want. Wow. A little late. Like 8 million people lost their health insurance, but now they're freed from the ACA's protections for those with pre-existing conditions as well as from other requirements. That could lead to higher premiums for people in the ACA-compliant plans. Mm-hmm. Because it siphons off healthier consumers from the risk pool. It just keeps getting better. The judge based his ruling partly on the elimination of the individual mandate. Uh, Two years after Senator McCain gave the thumbs down to his Republican colleagues' efforts to repeal the ACA, which was tragic. Uh, Have,
2: Have we? Yeah.
1: Okay. The court case underscores the quickening tempo of the fight now because... I don't know why. They're trying to get something done, even though they're talking about Medicare for all now. Let's see. Um,
2: But see, I like this, though. The ruling has limited impact in California, which passed a law in 2018 prohibiting short-term plans in the state. Well, that's a 10th Amendment thing. Good. Then let mm -hmm. California screw themselves up. Leave the other 49 states alone.
1: Yeah. We We just need to tweak. We need to get rid of Obamacare. And then tweak the private health insurance plans to try to help out the people with pre-existing conditions. Um, but also make, make competition available across state lines. That's one of the biggest things they could do to fix this problem. We don't need socialized medicine. Just allow all of the companies to compete against each other. That will drive down the cost. I don't know why they can't do that. I don't know why they won't do it. It's so Crazy. Now, if you want uh, some health care that you can take care of yourself, like if you're in pain right now and you're in pain pretty much every day and you still haven't tried Relief Factor, what are you waiting for? We have seen so many people be helped by Relief Factor because it has four key ingredients that work on inflammation. When that inflammation is settled down and taken away, the pain almost always stops. Relief Factor is 100% drug-free, um, and they offer a three-week quick start for just $19.95. It's a great deal. Try it for three weeks. If it's wor- if it works for you, great. You'll order more. Like 70% of the people who, who try the three-week quick start, they go on to ordering more. So get your life back now with Relief Factor and their three-week quick start for $19.95. It's a drug-free, natural way to... Ease your pain. Relieffactor.com.
6: Pat Gray. Unleashed.
1: And you can reach us at 888-933-93 or tweet at Pat Unleashed where uh, Radeen Marie tweets, isn't Biden a Catholic? The kiss on the lips is kind of a Catholic thing. Never heard of that. Is it? Hmm. It still looks so wrong when Joe, Joe Boy does it, but there you go.
2: <laughs> nice.
1: Uh, Pat's house cleaning service lady, M, tweets Wait, how did Keith so casually gloss over the fact he's in physical therapy? No, no, no. Is he there for a yard work injury or <laughs> just sitting around enjoying the big TVs like he does oh. at the nursing home? That's Asking a, for a friend.
2: Of course. That's a good reason to go to a nursing home. Uh, did you whatever. mention
1: you're in physical therapy? I, I
2: just said that when I had to watch the Dan Lebotard show, yeah. it's because I was at physical therapy in Oh, the this past. is a while yeah, ago. That's the only time I would ever watch that okay. show is when I absolutely was forced to. Like Such a terrible show. Torture or
1: something. So weird and stupid. <laughs> um, Alexandria Go tweets, if the NFL just cut its hours, we were talking about a livable wage for some of these rookies that are trying to... Re- well, they're <laughs> not rookies anymore, but they've been in the league two, two years, three years sometimes, and they've got two years left on their contract and they want a new one already. If the NFL just cut its hours, it would be a livable wage, <laughs> at least according to Bernie, which is great. That The Bernie plan for his staffers is priceless because, you know, he's all about the $15 an hour. Well, you're not paying your own employees $15 an hour. Well, yeah, he is now because um, pretty much has to. Yeah. Otherwise, they're going to barbecue him for it. But all of a sudden, I I can't afford to pay them 15 hours with the hours they're working. I can't, can't do $15 an hour with all the hours they're working, so I'm going to cut back their hours. <laughs> oh, that's madness. Uh, this is all... I love it. These are all the things that we tell you are going to happen when you do this kind of lunacy. Yeah, this is particularly rich here. Yeah. Ah, I love it. So he... He's becoming the first presidential campaign to unionize and pay his workers at least 15 bucks an hour. Okay. But it also means his campaign has become an example of the pitfalls of his policies. Oh, I love it. His campaign's union contract resulted in a flat annual salary of 36000 for field staffers. In a normal 40-hour work week, that would pay about 17 bucks an hour. But some staffers say they work up to 60 hours a week. Uh-oh meaning their pay ends up being about 13 bucks an hour. See, I'm not good at math, but I can figure this isn't going to work. So to combat this, uh, Sanders' campaign will now limit staffers' hours to ensure they're paid at least $15 an hour. <laughs> awesome. you got to love, love it. Love it. You've got to love it. Socialism at work. Mm-hmm. The Des Moines Ret- Register uh, reported Sanders complained that staffers were going to the press instead of keeping their concerns internal. Oh, here's what he It does bother me, the people going outside of the process and going to the media. That's really not acceptable. It's really not what labor negotiations are about, and it's improper. (laughs) Uh, No, it's exactly what labor. They always go to the press. Mm -hmm. They strike, and what happens? The press come and talk to them and listen to all their all the disgruntled employees there. Then bottles are thrown. (laughs) Uh Uh, Then bricks. And then people bring clubs. And then, uh, you know... And before you know it, a little people, riot ensues. People are buried at a giant stadium. Yep. We're disappointed that some individuals have decided to damage the integrity of these efforts. We're involved in negotiations. And some individuals have decided to damage the integrity of that process before they were concluded. Mm. Okay, Bernie. But what Sanders is experiencing now, as the article points out, is exactly what he wants to foist onto the millions of Americans and their employers. His, (laughs) his staffers were salaried, but hourly workers will also see their hours cut in order to ensure they get the 15 bucks an hour. Um, As for negotiations, those demanding, as I just said, better working conditions always go to the press. I I love it. it. They always want it to be somebody else. That has to endure their policies, their policy. Well, I'm not doing that, though, just like in Congress. Well, we're not we're not getting Obamacare. You're not trying to make us get that. No, that's not for us. We've got really good insurance. (laughs) Now, they also don't want to pay their employees. Same thing happens with the uh, gender gap, the so-called pay gap with men and women. The ones yelling the loudest about are the ones paying more money to their male employees than they are to the female employees. Obama did that. Hillary did that. Uh, was it Biden? Oh. No, it was uh, Biden. I don't know. It I was know one it, of the it, front Obama's runners.
2: White House, uh, you know, was the.
1: Yep. But but, uh, but several. As, far of the, as right now in the campaigns, some of the candidates now yeah. are doing it as well. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Just hypocrisy, just unbelievable hypocrisy. A uh, couple of tweets here. Um, no, nah, we, un- we don't have time for these anyway. We'll get to these uh, in a in a couple of minutes. Um, but did you, did you see that the uh, Iranians have seized a British tanker yeah. in the Gulf?
2: Oil tanker, yeah.
1: And they um they've got the. They got all the crew on board, scared to death. Uh, they got boarded. And things are really getting a little, a little uh, testy in the Gulf right now. And it's going to be in- interesting to see. We're amping up our efforts there, sending more and more uh, ships into that neighborhood. And they're a little concerned right now in Great Britain that they don't have enough ships to take care of the needs of, uh, of what's going on to protect their shipping in the Gulf region. So we just may be stepping up our efforts there to help not just us, but the British and, and others as well. 888 900 Meantime, let me tell you about Riduzone. Riduzone.com. Uh, if you've been looking for a way to lose weight and you've been frustrated in your efforts, this could be what puts you over the edge. Riduzone contains OEA, which is a molecule naturally present in your body. This just gives you more, and it strengthens that signal that goes to your brain to say, hey, it's time to put the fork down. So uh, then you do, hopefully. (laughs) And then it also helps speed up your metabolism so that you burn more fat. Between those two things, you're bound to lose weight. It's riduzone.com, R-I-D-U, zone.com. Plus, they're so confident this is going to work for you. They're giving you a a 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can save 30% on a three-month supply right now at RidUZone.com. At Gray Unleashed. play this bit of lunacy from last week uh, from Andrea Mitchell. This Hmm? is unbelievable. Andrea Mitchell on NBC. She has been a so-called journalist for for how long? I mean, as long as I can remember, Andrea Mitchell's been on NBC. Um, And here's what she's talking about. She was bashing Trump, of course, for the racist remarks about the Squad. And here's what she had to now, say.
4: First of all, none of these members of Congress are socialists, what? but that is Wait, the way what? the Republican leadership wants uh. to frame this election.
1: <laughs> that is incredible. Okay, none of these four are socialists. Keep that in mind. Face
4: off. They don't have mm-hmm. a Democrat to run against. Yeah. They're not running against so. Bernie Sanders per se yet.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And there's not a single member of these Congress uh, rep- congressional representatives who are about <laughs> socialists, so I don't know where that is coming from. Other
1: She doesn't even know where it's coming from. You need to get off television then. If you don't know where that's coming from, I'm sorry. You need to go home and stay there. Okay? Has nothing to do with the fact that you're a woman. Has everything to do with the fact that you're butt stupid. You don't know where they It's coming from their own mouths and their membership in uh, the Democratic Socialist Party. Rashida Tlaib, from an article by uh, Valerie Vandepani, says, uh, you're a member of the Democratic Socialists of America and we're endorsed by the Detroit Democrat Socialists of America. Can you explain what that means to you? Rashida Tlaib, it means a strong partner. When I talk about equitable, just fairness, I lean on a whole group of people who understand. Okay, so she admits mm-hmm. she's a socialist, um, Alexandria Cortez. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has said all along that she's a Democratic socialist. How is it possible that someone who works at NBC News could claim that none of these women are socialists and claim and, and question where Republicans get off calling them that? She sounds like she actually really legitimately doesn't know that two of the four have admitted. They're socialists. <laughs> I guess because maybe it's that they put democratic in front of socialist. That makes them not socialists. You know who else? You know who coined the phrase, the term democratic socialist, right? Vladimir Lenin. <laughs> Vladimir Lenin. Because you, he knew the people would be afraid of communism.
2: And a sitting senator who's running for president right now geez. wears it like a badge of honor. Yep. I just, I found this article um, where he says, uh, this is Bernie Sanders, mm-hmm. um, socialist. Do they think I'm afraid of the word? I'm not afraid of the word. He talks about when he ran for a Senate and the guy kept calling him a liberal. He said he didn't use the word socialist to describe me at all because everybody in the state knows that I am that. <laughs> so they're just they're
1: I, yeah. And they, they act as if the Republicans are grasping at straws, trying to find something to label them with. <laughs> something racist or... Uh, outrageous or whatever, they are self-described socialists. So, Talib and Ocasio-Cortez are absolutely admitted by their own mouths, socialists. As far as Alan Omar, I mean, her policies are pretty socialist. And I... I don't know that she claims outright to be one. I haven't seen that, but she might be as well. It might be three. It might be all four of them. Ayana Presley. I don't even know. We know very little about her. Um, but based on what these four are standing for and with, uh, so they're all socialists. But definitely two of the four, absolutely confirmed. Just craziness, just nuttiness and sheer stupidity is reigning in this nation uh 933 93393 speaking of rashida talib she got escorted out of a donald trump rally a few years ago this was when obviously the campaign was going on in august of 2016 so almost exactly 3 years ago yeah. here's what rashida talib was spending her time doing then really wonderful <laughs> You're crazy! You're an animal! <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There's your... It was just screaming at the top of her lungs and being escorted out of the event.
2: Congresswoman from Michigan Congresswoman
1: now. from Michigan. Yeah, oh. that's great. You guys are crazy. And <laughs> a You're, term- an- <laughs> supporter. You're an animal.
2: Thank you, New Shoot, for sending <laughs> that to us. That's good video right there.
1: That's good stuff. <laughs> oh, man. It's a world gone mad. Mm-hmm. Should we show you how the mad it story is
2: in front of you? It's
1: so weird. It's
2: a weird world, man.
1: <laughs> Speaking of a world gone mad, here's a woman who has uh, is, a, uh, is she about to or sure, has this yeah, already yeah, happened? Show, explain. She's going to get married real soon. Yeah, she's going to get married. Uh, <clears throat> here, here it is.
4: <laughs> I'm Amanda Liberty. I'm 33 years old, <laughs> 33? and I'm in an open relationship oh. with. A lot of my beautiful chandeliers that I've got. Open relationship
0: with chandeliers. The
4: reason why Lumiere wears a ring Uh, um, and I wear the ring on my finger from Lumiere because she was actually the second chandelier that I got. Um, I had her shipped from Germany over here. Uh For years now, I have loved chandeliers. Did she yeah.
1: just call the chandelier she? She did. Okay, so this is a lesbian relationship. Lesbian with this, relationship with, with a chandelier.
2: 91-year-old chandelier, and okay. she wears... Um, not that
1: there's anything wrong with that. It's not great. at all. This and she's
2: a... wearing an engagement ring. Good.
1: Um, the chandelier, and she's wearing a matching one, right? The woman. That's right. Okay, let's see the rest of
0: I so.
4: um, had her shipped from Germany over here.
2: Oh,
1: like a male order chandelier? For years
4: now, I have loved chandeliers. In that I've admired them for years I've loved the way that they've looked I've loved the okay, way well, that the light yeah, patches I, I do on too, the, but I've never crystals.
1: married one I,
4: And I've just loved them in general I think they're beautiful
1: things in Because
4: all objects to oh, me possess oh, 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 energy I mean, I like Just like anybody who falls in love with somebody else They no. want to be close yeah. to them
1: yeah. yeah, okay, no Told you that was weird No um this is even weirder than the uh what is it called um lady that married the, the pirate self-mating, ghost the self mating the self marrying person uh there's been many of those oh yeah the, it's definitely weirder than the woman who married a ghost the pirate ghost but now they're they're divorced yeah that's that's, that's sad. Yeah. And if you, you can't think, count on that relationship, right? you just it destroys your whole...
2: 2019, man. More collateral mm-hmm. damage from really this bad. horrible year.
1: I just hope it doesn't happen to this woman and, and her yeah. chandeliers. Right? Yeah. Because she identifies as... I <laughs> like this. <laughs> she identifies as an objectum sexual. An objectum sexual. So that's somebody who has sex with objects, I guess.
2: Wow, that's. Uh,
1: we haven't had the O. we don't have the O in the lgbtqqia 2 plus category yet, unless you, they're just throwing objectum sexuals into the plus category, which I think is a little hateful.
2: Yeah, that's that's, that's not too inclusive. General, not it's specific not enough.
1: Inclusive, and uh, I'm really disappointed in the lgbtqqia 2 plus community. How does
2: a chandelier first catch your eye? Where you're like, this is the one. You know, like you collect chandelier, She loves chandeliers, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm just wondering, like.
1: How do you first fall in love with it right. and want to...
2: Mm-hmm. The way it sparkles, I mean,
1: just yeah, I, the I, way
2: the sunlight hits off of it, you're like, oh, that's sure, the one.
1: We'd have to probably get her on the air and talk to her about it. And I'm not sure I'm interested enough to do yeah, that. Too. That is some weird stuff. A, wow.
2: Yeah, Candace wants you to know it's a very enlightening ha! story. Cute. <clears throat> <laughs> and uh, since <sighs> that line was so bad, I went ahead and gave you credit for it.
1: All right. 888-933-93. Mm. Just about as weird. Liberals are, are uh, attacking now. National hero, Buzz Aldrin. Why? Well, for the ultimate sin, he appeared with U.S. President Donald Trump to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the moon landing. He actually had the unmitigated, the gall, the giblets to show
2: up with Donald Trump. Wait, on the 50th anniversary <laughs> yeah. of the moon landing? Yes. Of all
1: days, he chose that one to show up with him? <laughs> Seems like a pretty reasonable day to uh-huh. do that, yeah, doesn't I it? I think so, yeah. I, I would <laughs> think that's the most logical time. So Aldrin must be what? All of 80 or more by now. Because I think all three of the guys were in 89. their... 89. In their 30s, yeah, 89. Wow. Now, he's, he's an interesting guy, too. <laughs> but... Uh, He tweeted out, just had an excellent meeting with President Donald Trump. We discussed America's future in space and ways to address space challenges and the need to keep exploring beyond the horizon. Keep America great in space.
2: Oh, no, he didn't. Yeah,
1: yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. And so what happens? Well, the deluge comes after that. Yeah. Tweets like, seriously, don't degrade yourself. Okay. Then there's this one. Seriously? <laughs> You're a coward for standing there with that awful excuse for a human being. <laughs> then the next one. Seriously? <laughs> no, it didn't start with seriously.
2: Oh, that's too bad. I thought we had a prerequisite for <laughs> yeah. tweets to Buzz Aldrin. Always I thought to so, too. Serious. That would have
1: been fun. <laughs> Sorry, Buzz. I looked up to you as an explorer. I watched you walk on the moon, but I'm afraid you've lost the plot. <laughs> what? So long as exploring space is about keeping America great, we're not truly ready to be out there. Huh? Uh, again, you know, the left. And their distaste for America. It's it's stunning, isn't it? hmm <laughs> Jeez. I used to be an astronaut when I was... I used to want to be an astronaut when I was a child. Few get to achieve that dream. I used to greatly admire you. Until now. Boom, boom, boom. Something like. Here we go. This, perhaps? Until now. I used to greatly admire you. Until now. You know. (laughs) That had to hurt Buzz's feelings. Sure. Crazy. You suppose he's, he's weeping in a corner of his oh, home somewhere.
2: faceless stranger calling me out. <laughs> of course. It hurts my feelings.
1: Uh, and then there's this gem, which you must have. Anytime you're talking about the moon landing, you never went to space or to the moon. Stop lying. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's good. Oh, man. People are nuts. Yeah. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Then we got this uh, tweet. This is about my. Uh, I, I slipped on Friday and said. <laughs> said that the first man on the moon was Lance Armstrong instead of Neil Armstrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Private Harambe tweeted out recently discovered photo of the Armstrong brothers that. enjoying the solitude of Tranquility Base.
2: Look at that. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> one's posing for a picture. The other one's just riding around on the lunar surface on his bicycle. That's great. Care.
1: You got Lance in the background and Neil in the foreground. Uh, that's, that's good. That's good. That's,
2: that's, so that's uh, a, <laughs> I didn't know they were brothers. Yeah, huh. I guess so. I guess so. I guess. The stuff you learn on and Pat Gray Unleashed.
1: You know, Lance biked the whole way there. That's what roids will do for you. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> Also we got this from Swankthink. Pat, you want these socialists to try to comprehend the fact of the free market reduces costs of goods and services? You'd have more luck attempting to figure out the metric system.
2: Oh. Very true. It's actually accurate.
1: Bovine scatology tweets. Uh, wait, did we just get a King of the Hill reference? Yes, oh. from uh, Keith. Yeah, I just mentioned Probably. how, you know, she mm-hmm. goes to
2: this like uh, this this uppity, you know, Whole Foods type store where people don't use plastic bags you have to bring your Mm -hmm. own bag and she's Mm -hmm. trying to just make the point oh yeah well i'm better than you i don't even use those bags and she uses her shirt to carry all of her groceries home and they're like falling out everywhere but you know what she made the point She's better than you. That's what we're going to be as a society. We're not going to have bags. We're not going to have the, the option of plastic bags or paper bags. Yeah. You know, bring your own bag.
1: No, you can't No, do You're that. just going
2: to have to scoop. We're not going to have packaging on the shelves. Everything's just going to be loose, and you're just going to have to, whatever you can carry home mm-hmm. in this new third world reality, that's going to be how it's going to be.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All that from, did you just make a King of the Hill reference? I did. <laughs> Putin on a Ritz tweets, uh... If we want plastic straws to stick around, all we need is for Donald Trump to say they need to be banned. <laughs> then we'll see liberals increase their usage and support of plastic straws. Awesome. Yep. 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 It's it's true. I, I hope the Democrats never figure this out. Mm-hmm. Because if you like the guy, he's going to respond to you so much better.
2: Yeah. I want him to come out now in light of that tweet. That's a uh-huh. great point come out there Mr. President and just say you know uh, abortion on demand that's that's what we need in this country and, you know, then, and then liberals will.
1: A good example of how he responds to people who, who praise him. Um, Kanye West with this rapper in Sweden thing. So Kanye West has been a friend of his. He's been good to him the whole time and they have this relationship now <laughs> of t- tweeting good things about each other and Kanye went to the White House and they had a good time there at this little summit and you know he, you say good things about him, and he's going to say good things about you. You say bad things about him, he's going to say really bad things about you. So, Kanye West has developed this, this relationship with the president. And uh, last week, a rapper friend of Kanye West, ASAP something or other, got in trouble in a fight in, in downtown Stockholm when he was there for a concert. And so, he's in jail in Sweden who went to bat for this friend of Kanye West, the president of the United States. Huh, yeah. So he's trying to uh, he's trying to get him to be released from Swedish prison and sent back home to the United States. Hmm. ASAP Rocky. A- ASAP Rocky. Okay. Yes. I mean I was just pretending not to know cuz I've got all of asap stuff you're a man of
2: you know? the people and you yeah, wanted to yeah, just I be love like it. hey let pretend I, yeah. we don't know
1: right i didn't want to be too hip for the room that's what it was you know what i mean uh because nobody likes that nobody likes it when you know absolutely everything so
0: uh-huh
1: <laughs> like king of the now Hulu you know references. you know asap uh, don't you and his incredible music library
2: yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I'm I mean, a big fan. Obviously. Big, you know. Obviously. ASAP. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, with the dollar sign as the
1: yeah s but, on ASAP because right, right. I mean, it's hip because it's really cool mm-hmm. and uh, very stylish. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we got we got ASAP all up in here. Are you Yo.
2: ASAP, Pat Gray? Uh,
1: not yet. That's but not I'm working your, on it.
2: Because I know your brother love. Pat. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But you're not ASAP? Been that for a long time, but no, I haven't uh, switched to ASAP yet. ASAP Gray? Right. Okay. And by the way, uh, the president said he was going to try to get him out of jail ASAP.
2: <laughs> Tell me that's a quote.
1: Because that's part of the splendor of Donald Trump. I love it. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. It I is like good. It. Yeah. Uh, 888-900-3393. Uh, also, is anybody, anybody who watches football has seen the Peyton Manny Brad Paisley I think they call it the Jingle Sessions. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay? Where they're they're cruising around the country in an RV and then they they get out where people are talking about insurance, okay? And they're supposed to write a jingle. Uh here's the thing. Uh-oh. Well, let's let me show you the let me show you one of the many many commercials uh, involving these two guys. Here's one of them.
4: Brad I got an idea for a song. Nationwide has this mm-hmm. app. You can pay your bills, even start an auto-claim. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. Let me guess. Start mm-hmm. a claim right from your app. Mm-hmm. You've been looking in my notes.
1: Okay, so, so they have one line of lyric now. Uh, start a claim right from your app. Mm-hmm. Seven words. They've been working on this thing for two stinking years. If you can... If you can't do a 30-second jingle in two years, it's time to break up the band. Okay. Forget (laughs) it. That's the first thing. Uh Secondly, Brad Paisley is a world-renowned singer-songwriter. Why do they need Peyton Manning there? I mean, I love him. I love Peyton. But he's a former NFL quarterback. He's not a musician. (laughs) How is he going to help Brad Paisley, write this stinking jingle. I and
2: mean, it's tough writing down.
1: I'm sorry. These are the things that words. are going through my head as I'm watching football over the weekend and when seeing Jackie's- this ad over yeah. and over and over and over again. Jackie gets back when? Tomorrow. Okay. Tomorrow night. So there'll be some house cleaning. You saw the condition yeah. of the house. Yeah, go so.
2: to Instagram, at Pat Unleash. Yeah. You can see what Pat has done. Maybe I'll
1: show you the, the cleanup uh, finished product later oh. on.
2: After she gives it a good thorough scrub down?
1: <laughs> no, I'm going to have to scrub that oh, down. Oh, you're doing it before gets she, gets up. Up. she gets there? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good luck, man. Yeah. It's 888 thirty three ninety three. Also, in, there's a city now. Officials in West Palm Beach are hoping a continuous loop of children's songs played throughout the night. <laughs> Will keep homeless people from uh, sleeping in a city park. They don't want them in the park, and so they're trying to drive them crazy <laughs> by uh, playing a really catchy tune. Uh huh. Oh no,
2: a couple of them.
1: Is this what show is this from? Do you know it?
2: What's that? I, I, the baby know. shark? I, it's just out. I have no idea if it's on a show. It's just viral and everything.
1: Uh, I, <laughs> this is what they're going to play all night long to try to drive homeless people from the park. <laughs> Mm. Oh. It's driving me away, I'll tell you that <laughs> Oh, man
2: That's why you saved it for the end of the show?
1: Yeah Okay, so you go baby shark, shark, mommy shark Cute, oh. isn't that adorable? Yeah, that's. it's Oh, and then the daddy comes in Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: and it goes on from there I mean, we got a whole
1: family tree Do they get to the Grimp? Grand- yeah, they do and the Grandma and Grandma and
2: Started in 2007 on YouTube i believe
1: but it's just a song it's not based on a it's not from a tv show no Uh, that's about okay so
2: it took off 2016 (laughs) but it's actually
1: yeah okay okay. so they're doing that one and something called raining tacos it's raining tacos see i like this
4: from out of the sky
3: tacos no need to ask why just open your mouth this is good
1: going to be in your head all day long and hey you're welcome see
2: you're they welcome. play that the stars game if the Stars score a goal in the second period everybody gets free oh tacos. no way and then they play that on the they big play goal. that yeah <sighs> that's how i know it and then then all the way home from the stars game if they scored oh, in the second period you get to hear your kids sing it all the way hour half drive back home mm-hmm
1: now, there, there are some that are opposed to this. They say it's wrong to chase people away with music.
2: Who wants to be chased away from uh, its raining tacos? I now, the baby know. shark went, I'm not
1: going to that park ever. I mean, no. you don't have to leave. You could listen to that all night yeah, long. Yeah, it yeah. It might lull you to sleep. A uh-huh. couple of nice little lullabies. There's there. a
2: quote in there from some homeless guy or something. Yeah. He's like sad.
1: That really is upsetting. He said, what did he say? it's wrong. It's wrong. He says he'll still sleep there. Yeah, I'm still gonna sleep but there. But it's on and on the same songs. Yeah. Well, that's the point. They're trying to get you out of there.
2: Oh, and homeless people are, you know, generally in a state of hunger.
1: Yeah. So that's gotta. Oh yeah, make that it makes even it worse with
2: the taco song playing. <laughs> mm.
1: uh, all right. Something else we've been saving for a while is this woman who uh, took things into her own hands, and uh, she had her car carjacked, and so. Uh, Well, she describes the whole thing. Watch this.
3: Oh My god, so before I call the cops, I wanted to show you guys what I just found By doing our own stalking at Applebee's and my heart's racing. I got this beer in my car Oh, and okay. she's sure Has good seat back. Uh-huh. I got her cigarettes <laughs> and whatever kind of drug pipe that is.
1: Okay, so the person who stole her car left all that and stuff in a mile in her.
3: down the street and call the cops. But I think I've got everything, and she's about to get her ass arrested <laughs> because we found her. So um, got my car back. She put some temp tag on it from who knows where. And I am gonna pull into this parking lot and mm-hmm. call 911 so that. her...
1: Okay, let's let's watch the we other one real quick because we're running out of time. I so, my- uh, here's part two.
3: There she is, and I have a picture of her. She with gets that her same arrested on. now. And those are mine. Give me my <laughs> shoes. <laughs> uh uh-uh, uh, back up. <laughs> she-, she has my wallet in her hand and my keys in her hand. Uh-huh. They were all with you. What? Yes, that's mine. So she found out
1: okay, that's enough. She found out that this woman was gonna be at a at an olive garden. And so she staked she and her friends staked out all the olive gardens in yeah, town. Yeah, yeah. And she came back and stole her car back.
2: She picked that information up by going to the gas station. The attendant said, Oh, she was talking about going to Olive Garden. I mean, she was a detective. She did the work.
1: They need to put her on the police force. That's pretty good stuff. Triple awesome. 93393. Use that tomorrow. We'll see you then.